Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 340. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Does. Thank you, as always, for listening and for supporting me, listening to me share my thoughts on life, love, mindfulness twice a week here on the podcast, on Instagram, uh, wherever, and also just for supporting me. Uh, I make a living from doing this. I'm, I'm so incredibly privileged to be able to say that um, from newmindsethoodist.com, uh, where I sell the journals that you all love so much, and also unbothered.com, uh, the most unique candles you'll ever use. But it means a lot to me that you support me so much, and I would be a big old dummy if I didn't thank you every time I did an episode. So thank you. And today I have an episode that I wanted to do actually in reaction to an episode I did a long time ago. Um, a long time ago, I did an episode where I, I stated something so shocking. It rocked the podcast world, the, the dating self-help community. I said in that episode that in life, you should only date people you like. Yeah, it was shocking, right? You should only date people you like. And, you know, I really like the simplicity of that episode because even though your reaction to that might be good one case, you know, thank you, obviously. Um, the reality is we forget this a lot because the second someone shows us attention, the second someone is a breath of fresh air, the second someone meets the bare minimum standard for what you might be looking for in a partner, we tend to forget that fact. We forget the fact that all that is a requirement. And just because someone finally shows up in your life that is nice and kind and shows you attention, you still need to decide if you actually like them. 
that we shouldn't let attention blind us or the fact that someone is nice and funny blind us or the fact that someone, you know, actually shows up on time for a date blind us, you know, and I really like that episode because it's easy in dating to forget that fact that you should only date people you like you know, bad date after bad date, you're getting older, you're, you're thinking about just quitting. And then, you know, someone comes along and they've got the basics. They've got, they're nice. They've got a job. Um, they seem reliable. And so you throw out what you actually need in favor of just being like, all right, fine, this is good enough. You throw out what you've learned that you need from your exes that goes beyond the minimums of nice, funny job, whatever. You forget to check if you actually really like them. And so I think that's so important when I did that episode um, that I wanted to bring it up again here. Because when you forget that fact, when you overlook that fact, it doesn't make you a bad person. You're just, you're human. When you overlook that fact, when you forget to really check if you actually like them, not just that they're nice and decently attractive and finally someone who isn't overtly, uh, you know, a fuck boy or crazy or a douchebag or whatever it is. When you forget that fact, you're not respecting what you actually need. And so I did an episode on that. But today I want to build on that in a small way. This idea that who you date, who you decide to date is entirely up to you. And that's another shocking revelation, right? Who you decide to date is entirely up to you. In the beginning of a relationship, you are 100% fully in control of who you date. You are fully in control of what you decide to do. You are fully in control of what you decide to put up with, what your standard is, what your boundaries are. You are fully in control of that. And I literally just want to do an episode to remind us of this fact. Because when we don't embrace this, namely when we don't realize our ability to say no early on, that is how we end up in one-sided relationships. And that's what the, it's in the title. <laughs> one-sided relationships. That's where either you're into them but they're not that into you or they're into you, but you're kind of one foot in, one foot out. And either way, that's not a place where you want to be. It's a place that deserves a no from you because you realize that they're not fully there, but you are, or that they're nice and all, but that's not what you need. And you're hesitant about that. But hesitation is exactly what leads to one-sided relationships. And I don't know about you, but if you're not training yourself to say no in your dating life, you almost start to attract these types of relationships, one-sided relationships. It's weird. It's hesitation to say no that, that, that causes this. If you're not used to saying no in your dating life, then essentially you've put all of the power, all of the decision-making in someone else's hands. And you're kind of just drifting in the wind, hoping that they make the decision, hoping the universe throws a strong sign your way. And I just wanted to do this episode to amp you up, to remind you of the power, the compassionate power of you saying no, you saying no. So why are we so hesitant to say no in the first place, specifically in our dating lives? Well, I think there's many, many reasons, but I think it's because we don't want to throw out something that could be good for us. We don't want to be too picky. We're getting older. Maybe our standards are too high. Maybe we're being unrealistic. Maybe I just need to calm down and see where this goes. That might sound familiar to you. Well, you know, 
I don't want you to think that I'm advocating for a vibe where it's like, I'm perfect. I deserve perfect love. I deserve 10 out of 10 this and 10 out of 10 that. I'm the best. Look at me. So that's a no because you're not good enough for me. That's not the purpose of this. And that's not at all what a compassionate no is all about. This is me saying that no, saying no is going to protect you from giving time and energy to people who aren't bad people. You're not better than them or anything like that. But these are people you know deep down on an intuitive level, you're just not right for them. The power of no. The power to trust your instincts. I saw a quote the other day from someone named Reese Wabara uh, on Twitter that said, my instincts rarely fail me, I often fail them. And I love that, right? My instincts, my instincts rarely fail me, I often fail them. And I think in the case of dating, if you've done the inner work, if you know what you deserve, if you know what's important to you, then that's so true. You turning your back on your instincts is you not saying no when you should. And so I think it's time for more no in your life. Because no is how you avoid one-sided relationships. You simply say no. You say no to relationships that require selling and pitching and fighting for effort. You say no to having to convince someone to choose you. You say no to making excuses for someone. You say no to begging for more. You say no to begging to be understood. You say no. You say no to people and circumstances where you know what you want and you're not getting them. Like little things, even if it sounds silly, I think you should still consider saying no. Like if you need to hear certain words in your relationship or reassurance of some kind, kind or if you need to hear, have someone understand your love language or you need little acts of reassurance or words of appreciation, then it's okay to say no if you're not getting them. Or, or overt things, of course, as well. Like if someone, if it's important to you that someone has a job, like if that's important to you, if you have a standard that was built on an experience in your past where financial insecurity or lack of motivation or lack of career aspiration awoke a new standard in you, I see nothing wrong with saying no where that's not being delivered. I see nothing wrong with saying no to something where you have proof of why it's important to you in your life, where you have an experience that taught you why it's important to you. And I say that because the things you want to say no to in the beginning, they become the reasons behind one-sided relationships in the future. And, you know, I get that it's easy to talk yourself out of saying no. To my point, it's like, oh, maybe I should give them more time. Maybe I'm overthinking this. Maybe I'm asking for too much. I just need to chill. So how do you combat that thinking? Well, you think about your past. Your past will always provide you the why behind your no. The power of no is always informed by your past experiences. If you've learned through past experiences that something is important to you, that is the power behind your no. That is the why behind your no. You're not just making up no. You're not just saying no for the heck of it. You're saying, here's the experience that taught me why I need this why this is important to me, why if I let this continue, I'm going to repeat my past experiences. That is the power of why. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? 
not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. If it's important to you that someone understands you in a certain way, if it's important to you that someone doesn't make you anxious, if it's important to you that someone is driven, if you've learned that through experience, there's nothing wrong with saying no in the present to someone who can't deliver on that. And that is your why. And when you have a why, you have a lot less to overthink. It's not a no out of the blue. It's not a no because social media says you should or shouldn't do this. It's not a no because you're scared. It's a no that came from experience. And that's big. That's big. When that's the case, when you can sit down and say, here's why I want to say no, that's amazing. It doesn't mean you're selfish. It doesn't mean you're being too picky. It's you honoring what you've learned, what you've learned from your past. If you don't act on what you learned from your ex, from your past relationships, from whatever it is, did you actually learn it? Well, I don't know. But no, when you say no, when you act on it, when you look at that why and you say, okay, I have a why, so I'm going to say no, that is you honoring yourself. And frankly, I just wanted to do this episode. If there's one takeaway, it's to say no more often. You should be saying no more often in your dating life. So it's like not to shame you. If you're the kind of person who always says yes, I think that's great because it means you're open. It means you're vulnerable. I love that for you. Say yes. In fact, say yes to as many first or second dates as you can. I think that's amazing. I've done episodes before on this idea of a hoe face where you get more experience and you get more perspective so you can actually figure out what you want. So do that in the beginning. Say yes to every first date if you want. But if you want to find that person who gives you what you need in your, in your life, you have to say no to people who clearly can't deliver on that. And if you're dating someone or you're thinking about dating someone and it's clear they don't have that ability, you have to be willing to say no. 
because that's respecting what you've learned in your past. That is it. That's how we rationalize saying no. We don't sit down and overthink, what if I'm being too picky? It's no. You look to your past and say, I learned this, and that is why I'm saying no. And that is empowering. If you learn that it's important that someone uh, respects their family, loves their mother, that's a standard you need to respect moving forward. If you've learned that it's important that someone accepts your boundaries, that's a standard you need to respect moving forward. If you've learned that it's important that someone, again, has a full-time job, it's a silly example, but that's a standard that you need to respect moving forward because you learned about it in your past. And of course, like I say all these things and it's, you might be saying no to this and no to that. It's very rare that you find all perfection in one person, right? Life is about balance. It's about balancing what is most important to you and rolling with the rest because that person delivers so well on those most important things. But so you, you're looking for balance, of course, in a partner, but to get to that balance, to find that balance, you're going to have to be willing to say no more often because when you say no, you're valuing yourself, you're valuing what you've learned from your past. And if you don't, what was the point of those past experiences? What was the point of that breakup? What was the point of that relationship that ended? Think about that. Like you want to take the lesson and turn it into wisdom and turn it into action so you don't live it again. And if you've had a previous one-sided relationship in your life before, which you probably have, I think we all have, if you've had that, but you don't say no to future ones, ones where the warning signs are clearly there, ones where in your gut you know someone is not delivering on what you need, if you don't do that, if you don't say no, then what does that say? It says you're willing to do it again. It says you're willing to have another one-sided relationship. But no, we're going to draw the line. We're going to say no more one-sided relationships. And of course, it's not easy to spot a one-sided relationship. It's not always easy to know if someone is absolutely not able to deliver on something. But early on in a relationship, you control everything. Early on. That's the context for this episode. Once you have a sense of yourself and that person together, you are the one who has the power to say no. You're not just floating around. You're not just hoping someone chooses you and makes the decision for you or doesn't choose you and makes the decision for you. That's not a way to live. You are in full control. <laughs> You're in full control. I get pretty fired up about this because saying no is not a reflection of loss. It's not. No is self-love. No is self-respect. It's everything. Because we need to raise the standard for ourselves. The bar can't be as low as if they're nice and funny and have a job, that's good enough for me. I think no matter how tired you are, no matter how beaten up you are by your dating life, you have to have a higher standard than that bare minimum. And you have to say no. If you've learned anything from your past, you have to say no to it in your present. So you don't allow it to repeat itself. You say no. When you say no, you raise your standard. Yes, you still make room for possibilities. You still make room for someone who maybe doesn't deliver on that thing immediately, but very much wants to. They want to change. They want to adapt. Yes, leave room for that. Be open-minded for that. But just remember that you have the power to say no by respecting what you've learned. Because a no is not setting you back. It's not a reflection of loss. It's a reflection of self-worth. And a difficult, awkward conversation 
might be just that, but it serves you and it serves them too. Because the second you say no in the present, you open yourself up to yes in the future. But if you say yes, or you don't say anything at all in the present, when you know you should be saying no, then you're basically signing yourself up for a one-sided relationship where the possibility of yes with someone else becomes further and further away. Something that's not aligned today, it's not magically going to align tomorrow. And you deserve more than a one-sided relationship that like slowly dies. Ugh, right? I'm sure you agree with that. Even saying that, I don't even like saying that. It sounds horrible. So I say we need to turn to the power of no early on. And you do that by turning to the power of your past relationships. Because a no means yes to self-respect. A no means yes to your standard. A no means no more justifying sticking out something that only meets your minimum criteria, not what you really need. And frankly, that's all I wanted to remind you in this episode. Remind us that we should be saying no more than yes, frankly, in our dating lives. And again, it's not no like, I'm the shit, you know, I'm a boss bitch, and everyone else is lame, I'm better, nothing like that. You're not expecting perfection in anyone else. You're saying no because you've actually learned from your past. No, because not everyone can deliver on what you need, and that's okay. It's okay to need something specific. And it's not selfish, it's not greedy, it's, it's, it's something that you've realized because of what you've already lived. It's not theory. You've lived it. You've learned from it. And when you've done that, when you have a why behind saying no, that is you actually for once finally listening to your intuition. That's you having your own back. And when you have your own back and you trust it, you're actively guiding yourself to the yes you deserve. So that's it. Just something to think about the power of no, your ability to say no your ability to probably should, you probably should say no more often than not. But I hope this is helpful in some way. If it was, I'd be grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend. I'd also be so grateful if you check out newmindsethoodist.com, pick up a journal, or unbothered.com and pick up a candle. But that is it. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Hey, it's me, your barista. So you know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Yeah, well, I might be putting myself out of a job by telling you this, but now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. With three new foaming flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, who could blame you if you stopped coming in altogether? Yeah, it's that foaming delicious. You're welcome. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, now in stores. It's foaming delicious. 